Welcome to the Context Needed Podcast, right as Ryan moans down the fucking microphone. <laughs> as intended. <laughs> I'm Kyle, joined by Mr. Moaning Myrtle Ryan and Ollie, as usual. How are you guys doing? Five points through yeah. the chest. Ten points through the head. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's on about. I really don't know what he's Neither on about. Neither do I. You never watched that? Oh, you've probably never watched Harry Potter. No, I've watched well, the movies. I don't remember any of that. Oh, stuff. I have. I just don't remember that. No. I also, I also found just... the movies not that good. So you're not real fans. <laughs> I see the book as well. You can find it good. Carl. Never read the books. The best. Never read the books. No. Books are good. I, I, I don't. I don't like the way she writes. I, think I, but read... I don't like. I don't like the way most Western I don't people like... write. So don't get me wrong. Right, the Harry Potter books were good. I don't like the way she writes on Twitter. <laughs> Somebody should just shut <laughs> she... her book up. Let's be honest. Well, just before we continue talking, a heads up: there is probably going to be a a burger during delivery. podcast burger delivery, as my order was messed up and I'm still hungrily awaiting. My maple cured bacon burger with barbecue sauce. You big old burger Ooh. bitch. Oh, yeah, so, I had a curry tonight. Ooh. Nice. What I've had burgers two nights in a row. I think I think we should really stop eating burgers. It was uh, it was just chicken tikka masala because I'm a pussy. But my local place chicken is a really fucking good one. Chicken so tikka masala, masala is the a good one. one. If you came to me and you're like, oh, I had a korma. Yeah, then oh, it would be, no. might, that would be. You might as well just drink bitch. double cream. <laughs> no, no, I, I do have a tikka masala. And to be fair, like, because we have one from this place every Saturday, um, and they're pretty good, to be fair. Um, but uh, sometimes it just varies a bit. And this week it was for a tikka masala. It was actually sort of spicy. Yeah, it's and weird. I'm a bitch, like, so I'm terrible with spice. I'm not the best with spice. I'm okay with it, but like. There's whereas like a korma is always like bitch mode, and then like some of the others are always in like their separate areas. Tikka masala has got a much more wider range of range. what people would consider a a normal tikka masala. Because I, I had See, one tikka masala from a takeaway once that was apparently mild, and it was fucking burning my mouth, and I was pulling have, out yeah. whole peppers. Like, uh, guys, you have some, and they like we usually have a tikka masala jar, like you know, when those like. Uncle Ben's jars and stuff. Oh like god, they're awful. Or no, they're actually really good if you cook oh, them. Right. I hate them. My, my yeah, the Lloyd Grossman. Since we've started lo- like lockdown, my, my sister and my dad have actually been make, getting the sauce, like putting it in a bowl and putting the chicken in there to marinate first, and then they'll cook it later on. And it's honestly some good shit. It's pretty good. I'm not big on them. To be honest with you, I, I, I'd rather have a takeaway curry. Yeah, anyway. I'm not a big fan of of tinned tinned curries, but I don't cook them at home anyway because I'd be cooking for myself. They're never as good. The wife doesn't mm. like them anyway, so yeah. Fair but enough. um, I I think one second. Oh, oh, oh. the burgers here. I think oh. I'm, I'm not sure. We could be wrong. I'll continue. Anyway, we wanted to let's get on to topic. Yeah, we wanted to <laughs> talk about today, like shows from yesteryear that we enjoyed. This could be when we was kids and was growing up and was becoming adults. And the, I think the reason I wanted to open this one is because for some reason on my um, Facebook like video feed, it keeps giving me loads of like best of moments from like the Scrub series, which is probably one of my favorite shows of yes. all time 
while I, when I was That's becoming like an adult. Because I literally, yeah, I, think, I think it was first year of uni. I had a bit of like a, a period where I was just like, I don't want to fucking go out. I don't want to talk to any of you cunts. I don't want to deal with anyone else. I'm going to sit in my room, drink beer and watch Scrubs. And that is what I did for like a week. I think I ordered pizza through my window. That's how much I wanted to not talk to people. What a shortage. <laughs> I just, I just, it was you're one of the, you know, when you get those moments in time, where you're like, no, I'm done. I'm gone kind of thing. And that was like a moment in my time for a week. And I literally did that solid of just... Drinking beer. A week seems a bit a bit short. I mean, well, it was one of those things. The reason why it was only a week is because lecture started the week into that moment. I still didn't want to go, but I kind of needed uh, you to were go. Pre, you were pre-recorded <laughs> lectures where you could just like watch them later on. Yeah, but yeah, so I, I they got that. They give you a cassette tape. Here you go. Here's a recording of the lecture, lad. <laughs> to, <laughs> Put to, that in your walkman. You're, you're on an audio course, so to be able to understand what's on the lecture on the on the cassette, you now need to clean it up and use your effects. <laughs> <laughs> you manually cut it like they used to, where you like slicing bits out and like see them back love, together. I'd love to learn how to do that because that's a skill. Bro, it's it's a skill, but I mean, you don't see it. You don't see it anymore. It's because it's not needed. I mean, let's face it. What yeah, takes them? <laughs> a, yeah. What takes them an hour to do? I literally. Oh look, I press S. I I move. Yeah. And I move another Drag. thing, and then I merge. <laughs> oh look, what that takes them an hour. I've done in ten seconds. Magic. O- Ollie has the zapper. Sorry that there's a fly in it. I'm just waiting for it to come back, and I'm going to destroy there's, it. There's a lot going on at each of your houses at this point. I yeah. mean, Ollie's being swarmed flies. flies. Kai was waiting for a burger. <laughs> Olivia livestock, so it's just like, hey, you want flies? Have lots of flies. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bonus. Oh, supercharger thing. Car battery. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> you can put, um, like, lithium cells like you get out of, like, battery packs into these and she- put them up into a step-up transformer. I think at the moment... I can't I'm remember really how much these are. Uh, I, I want to say maybe they're like, I think they're maybe like, I don't know, 5 volt, but you can yeah. step up to about 20,000 volts. Which, <laughs> that's, I mean, like... That isn't, that isn't that killing kind of, a fly. That is removing the fly from existence. Well, the problem is with this one is that... Omaiwa, motion the room. What happens, you can have them in the air, and you can swap them out of the air, but really, unless you can get them to stick onto it and hold it on for like a second or so... It doesn't usually kill them. It'll usually shock swat at them in the air. It shocks them. They drop and then they kind of recover and fuck off again. Whereas I want to vaporize them. <laughs> yeah, you want them to not exist anymore. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I can remember I was in the office once in my first job and I got this big A3 roll of paper out and there was this massive fly flying about pissing us all off and I just fucking battered that thing out of the air. I hit it so hard it went into the window and splattered on the window. And that was from like That's a, a meter hit. away. I was like, "Fuck off, bitch!" Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. Yeah. I left it on the window. I was like, "I could clean this up, but this is staying here." So this, this is a reminder for me. his friends. <laughs> a reminder. I remember I was once zeroing uh, my dad's air rifle for him when a fly landed on the target, and I hit the fly with a pellet, a five mil pellet. <laughs> from about 25 yards and i was so impressed i took a picture because there's just a hole but like a splat to the side of it and it's Jesus just like Christ, Robin Hood. i was like i am the knight this is sniper elite 
This is this is one of those moments where it's like you walk over to the target. Now you done fucked up. <laughs> Imagine that being hit, hit, hit by a projectile like the size of your body <laughs> <laughs> at terminal velocity. <laughs> I mean, the range difference would probably be like if you scaled it, it would be like from a kilometer away or something ridiculous as well. <laughs> it was. It was. I was happy with it. You're shot. talking mad shit for someone within range of Chris Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I I Come I remember on. watching that movie, the one with um, oh, what's is the guy who does the voice of Brad? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley yeah. Cooper. Yeah. And I actually I remember I watched American Sniper and I knew of Chris Kyle. I'd obviously heard of some of his bits. Everybody's heard of Chris Kyle, but I didn't Everybody actually know. I didn't know he was dead. I didn't know he'd been killed because it was one of those things where I'd just seen like what he'd done. Like, oh, he got like this many kills through sniping. He was got some really good shots and stuff, saved loads of his squads through that. But I didn't know he was actually killed. Who killed him? It was, um, I think what he would do is he would help people that had come back from their tours and they were struggling. And what they used to do is they used to take them to the range and just basically shoot the shit with them. Um, and I think they took one guy who was, at the time, very, very, like, not not 100%, and he just he shot them while they were driving, I think it was. I'll have to... So I'll have a quick... Yeah, I've, I've got it up now. So on the oh, 2nd of February 2013, Carl and his friend Chad Littlefield, 35, was shot and killed by Eddie Ray Roof. At the Rough Creek Ranch Lodge Resort uh, shooting Shit. range in Araf County, Araf County, County, Texas. Both yeah. Kyle and Littlefield were armed with .45 caliber 1911 style pistols when they were killed, but neither gun had been holstered or fired, unholstered or fired, and the safety catches were still on. Kyle was killed Must. with a .45. A .45 caliber pistol, while Littlefield was killed with a nine millimeter Sims uh, so. Pistol. Both guns belong to Kyle. Uh, Roof was 25, Marine Corps veteran from Lancaster, Texas. Kyle and Littlefield had reportedly taken Roof to the gun range in an effort to help him with his post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Uh, Roof had been in and out of mental hospitals for at least two years and had been diagnosed with schizophrenia. His family also Shit. said he suffered with PTSD from his time in the military. And the way to the shooting range, Kyle takes his little field. This dude is straight up nuts. Little field responded, watch my six, military slang for watch my back. Four months later, uh, while he was in a jail cell, Roof shared with former Erif County Sheriff Deputy Gene Cole. Cole. Uh, I was just riding in the backseat of the truck and nobody would talk to me. They were just talking. They were just taking me to the range, so I shot them. I feel bad about it, but they wouldn't talk to me. I'm sure they've forgiven me. Like, this is what it does to you. It's it's messed up and I mean, yeah, okay, the guy obviously had some serious, serious mental health issues that needed needed help, but he still killed some people, man. He still and like yeah, you said, the, the guns were unholstered, were still on safety catch. So he, like you said, he obviously just shot them in the back of the head with them out without them doing anything. Yeah. So like yeah, it's but I think up. it was I, I watched that entire movie. And then right at the end, it's them 
I think it finishes with them like leaving the house to go to the range. Yeah. And then it just does it just does a text scroll, a text wall basically explaining what happened to him. And I remember watching this movie and then reading that and I was like holy fuck, I wasn't I wasn't expecting yeah. that. And it, it it shook me like I wasn't expecting it and okay, it was it's a it's a documentary movie kind of thing, but like it's still like made me It's go, a dramatization, isn't it? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it, this is the thing that's so like people don't realize like and there's so many people nowadays who just just slate into people from the arm like oh you've got no emotions you've got a thing it's like these are real people you know they don't yeah. just go out there mm. to go and like don't be wrong there are some people who are nuts and just want to shoot loads of people but these people don't go out there to just like be like some cold hearted killers no. you know they're not that's not what they are they're humans yeah it's just but how they, they want it's... to what they want to do whether whether we whether someone believes it's it's a wrong thing they're doing at the end of the day, nine times out of ten, every person I know who's signed up for the army or something, they do it because they want to help their country. They do it because they want to help the people that they they are part of. And there's nothing anyone, wrong in, anyone there's who nothing tells wrong you that we should help. all just anyone who says that we should just stop having an army is an idiot. I'm sorry if you think that we should just stop completely having an army in today's day and age. You are just actually just so stupid it's just ridiculous i mean there is no way at this point in time any place unless every country ever like all agreed to get rid of the army which they wouldn't you'd never do it it's just stupid it has oh, arrived. You gotta respect him. it has arrived <laughs> oh my god this this podcast's just fucking derailed <laughs> So hard. Well, I mean, it's like just fucking briefly, old western fucking train cart robbery, and it's just crashed and burned. Just um briefly, because we was on about like these, they're just people at the end of the day. When we were saying mm. that, there was um there's one thing that I read earlier today that um really kind of pissed me off. Kind of, it was like so. I've been slowly playing through The Last of Us Two. Um, I don't yeah. know if you guys are interested in the game or not, but I won't bother saying spoilers, but. Um, mm. there's a certain character in that which is, from my position and what I've seen so far, designed to be hated, designed to be someone you do not want to like. You you want to hate them. That's what they are designed to be. And the voice actor has been getting death threats and hate mail through Twitter because of her portrayal of the character. And some of these fucking messages, there was one message I read where someone had messaged her saying, "Um, I hope your parents die of hard cancer for what you did to so-and-so character. And it's like, yeah, are you, are you all right? Like she, okay. She plays the character, um, but she's just a voice actor. Laura Bailey, wasn't it? Yeah. It's Laura Bailey from, she does critical role and everything. I, I think honest to God, people who send death threats to people are unhinged and they are, they need, they need like properly checking up on. They need some help. Yeah, basically. It's, he needs it's, some it's milk. Especially if it's over a fucking milk. video game. Yeah. This woman's an actor. Like she is an actor or an actress or whatever you want to call it. Actress. She, she's there to perform a role. I mean, there's a bloke who played Hitler in a film, but I don't see you sending him death threats, do I? It's just so stupid. I can't believe what you did to the Jews. It's so horrible. <laughs> You do realise that I'm not actually Hitler, you see. 
fucking people. That uh, reminds me, there's a film, it's a Taika Waititi film, and I cannot remember the name. It's something Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo We've Rabbit. About it before, Jojo yeah. Rabbit. I want to oh, watch that. It looks so film. funny. That's a good film. <laughs> I'd say that is my... It's a weird thing to say, but that is my... Of all the portrayals of Hitler, that is my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... It's a weird thing to say, been... but watch the film and you'll know what I mean. I love his portrayal of Hitler. It's great. <laughs> Because obviously we've kind of derailed this completely away from Hello. the subject matter, and I don't want us to keep going into like the serious kind of stuff we've been going. Shall we? Shall we yes. move it back to the TV Let's shows? Back onto like TV shows and films. Yeah. Well, uh, going back to what you said with Scrubs, I mean, I'm a huge Scrubs fan as well. I mean, I, I, I'd say I rewatch it every year, and I'll probably rewatch it again soon because it's probably coming up that time. Um, I also did for my GCSE group music piece. I did uh, "I'm No Superman" by Laszlo Bain. The theme oh, tune. nice! Fucking that is one of the most like the catchy introductions of all time. Like, yeah, I know, I know people like to call it "Oh, but Friends" is the best one. But it's like, yeah, but I don't like Friends. <sighs> friends is shit. Friends. I never like Friends. friends. Is honestly, get... shit. If somebody comes to me and I... they say Friends is my favorite show. I, I don't talk to them. You are the garbage. <laughs> the, thing, the, thing, the thing that always bothered me about Friends, and it's the same thing that bothered me about Curb Your Enthusiasm, like, I can understand people in comedy shows and sitcoms and dramatic shows making mistakes because we are human and that's what makes us human is making mistakes. But when someone is doing something so fucking wrong even when everyone else in the show is telling them to do something otherwise and they are still doing the wrong thing, it just doesn't make sense to me. If I'm there like, oh, I want to go and drive my car over here and then I've got 20 mates going, are you sure that's a good idea? The wheel's going to fall off in a couple of miles and you'll probably crash. I'm going to do it anyway. It's not going to be funny when the wheel falls off. I've had 20 people tell me otherwise. It's like... um... It's like Big Bang Theory. American TV oh, shows. Bazinga. They, they, oh, but... they literally ever... depend on the laugh track. Like, I was going to say, have you ever watched it without the laugh track? I don't, it's want, just I don't like... want to watch it with the laugh track. It's actually... Well, no, hard. but there's videos on YouTube with the laugh track removed, and it's just yeah. like... It, it, if you're someone who watches that show and thinks it's really good... I, I will admit, in the past, I used to watch it. When I was a lot younger, I watched it and I enjoyed it. And then I watched it without the laugh track. And that's like immediate realization of just like, holy oh, fuck. I'm only laughing because they're laughing. Dog shit show. It's just like, if it wasn't, yeah, it's like you realize that like half the stuff they do just isn't funny. It's just like, oh, we'll just say something and put a break in it and then put a laugh Zinda. track. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, it's, I think the most stupid thing about. Um, the Big Bang Theory or whatever it was called. I remember reading something where someone basically said, oh, look, it's a smart show for dumb people. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah. That is yeah, exactly, no, exactly what that show it. is. It, what, yeah. what, it, what I see is there's like, I think there's a big divide between America and the UK with quality of TV shows, at least. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe it's my personal preference of British humour, because British humor is actually funny, not like American humor. Um, but there's so many American. There like, are some comedies. Very. Like... There are some like uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm rewatching that at the moment. With I, Danny. I still need that. to watch that. I still need to watch that. God, that, that, that show. Like, so I started that show him. Is 
I think that, that show is a like, fucking treasure. It, I think it's so good. It's such a meme, though, as well. I feel like that show is just like peak meme because I've seen There's... so many memes from it. And it's just like, yeah, it's not like because I've had loads of people like with The Office where like you see all the memes and you watch it. It's like, oh, this isn't actually that good. Always yeah, suddenly like the Office. No, neither of them. Me neither, I, but I, I don't like God them, but Like that that is one show I've got to say. Like, if you want a funny show, I will say, if you're easily offended, do not watch Always Sunny because holy fuck it is not PC. But that's kind of the idea, because they're meant to literally just represent the absolute worst of society. But oh my god, it's such a good show. The first uh, season, it's decent, but it it picks up its stride after like the first season a lot. But mm. the first season's still good. But if you're watching yeah. it and you're like thinking, first mm, seasons it's... a lot of the time are always very like rocky, though, aren't they? Because it's like the yeah. Ground. Apart from apart it's from Firefly's bad. first season. Oh yeah, Firefly's first, first season, first season Firefly's is awesome. Only but it's season. only season because because <laughs> <laughs> Fox fucked up. I prefer the last season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so edgy. I mean, TV oh. shows though, in like comedy divide, like the comedy divide between the UK and America. Well, just like it's any bad. other English-speaking country in America, like America and Canada are on their own, right? They're just in this kind of like fucking utopia of whatever the fuck they're producing utopia you've of got eagles a, and cheese whiz <laughs> you've got in australia and new zealand and we're all just like effing and jeffing like every sentence we make yeah you do that with an american they're like what <laughs> yeah you can't say that you can't say that That's i offensive. just did <laughs> I know. looks like i don't care I, I mean, i'm trying to like, I think that's kind of like the thing with shows, though, is because we're just we're just so like not offended by things over here in the UK. Well, generally, I'd say there's there's it's, becoming it's a culture worse. of it. Yeah, the thing is, it's like that's just the Americanization being, of things. Being offended means literally nothing. It's just like that holds no weight in any way. Shape. Oh, that offended me. All right, shut the okay. fuck up and go away then. Stephen yeah, Fry. Just like, all right. Stephen Fry has one of the best quotes on um. Yeah, offended. Let me see if I can find it because his. Quote, I know the one you're on about. Stephen Fry's got a load of good quotes. I mean, yeah. when he just absolutely just owns that uh, Irish guy, who's like, "But what about God?" And he's like, "Yeah, there's a, an insect that like crawls into the back of child's eye, eats it outwards, and then kills him." It's like, do you think a God would make that? Why? I don't like. Yeah, it. I, if, even if he is real, he's a bastard. I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There was one. Wasn't he said like, if God's real and he's letting all the atrocities that are happening around this world happen, he's a psychopath. Then he's a psychopath, (laughs) and I don't want anything to do with him. But no, his his um his his offended ones. The best one I've heard was so. This is the exact quote. He goes, "It's not very common to hear people say I'm rather offended by that, as if it gives them certain rights. It's actually nothing more than a whine. I find that offensive. It has no meaning. It has no purpose. It has no reason to be respected." as a phrase i'm offended by that well so fucking what <laughs> yeah okay get over it There's like, a, oh, yeah no, that's but... the thing we're, we're allowing it to like words to hurt people more it's like all through my childhood sticks and stones may break my bones but wills will never hurt me <laughs> I, yeah, mean, that's I, pretty now. I remember i remember the joke one and that was sticks and stones may break my bones but words will hurt me in more ways than you'll ever imagine Mm. Yeah, <laughs> call me call me nasty words, mummy. 
mean, like, I can I understand, mean... like, when, when, if people do get offended by things, at the end of the day, we all have a right to dislike things. We all have a right to like things. Yeah, and that's, it's fine. Be offended. That's fair enough. Dislike like, it over there where we're not going to annoy you then. If you, if you say, if someone, say you are in a game, which is a hyper-violent game about war, say, modern warfare or things like that, and you've got someone in the chat saying, I'm offended by you calling me names. It's like, you're in a game of hyper-violence and war and blood and gore. This isn't the place to do that. Now, if you're it's walking the down the street, offended, if you're walking bitch. down the street and I have a picture up of hyperviolence and you say I'm offended by that and it's in a public area where, let's face it, hyperviolence shouldn't be as shown, then fair enough. Okay, you're offended by that. Maybe I'll curtail this and do my hyperviolence elsewhere. But you've got to, you've got, I think you've got to take the actual context and the position of where you're doing it to understand it. Always. Context needed podcast. Yeah. Context always needed. Always. So as always. Context needed. Um, <laughs> I think, actually, while we're talking about Stephen Fry, a show that I, I've always liked, like late school years, then going on to... QI? Uh, you're, you're yeah, QI. Yes. But you know what? QI. I've actually liked it more with the um, the new host. Uh, what's her name? The small woman who's like... I'll have a look she's for Diddy. you. She, I actually really enjoyed... I know enjoyed. what you mean, but I don't know her name. I, I've actually enjoyed her, like... Presenting the Sandy, show a lot more. Sandy Toxvic. That's it, Sandy Toxvic. I've enjoyed her a lot more than Stephen with how she's presented the show. I haven't I find, watched it with her, and I really not, should. She's good. Yeah, she's really good. Um, does it? Does it? They still have um, what's his name with the curly hair? Yeah, Alan. they always have uh, Alan Finger. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is though, like nowadays, the only problem is is comedians are just getting shitter and shitter. We're not getting that, like yeah. you know, when like you got Pete comedian. So you had like, um, you've got you had like Al Murray, you got Peter Kay, you've got um, uh, Mickey He's recently new, but kind of like into yeah. the older section. See, we you on about QI because obviously it was all the comedians. One show that was around a big for me around the same time was Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. And yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Bill Bailey. Um and no fielding was, when he's on it. No fielding um, was yeah. awesome. You had Mark uh, Lamar who was when Mark Lamar was the host. It was awesome. And you, what was it? There was the big guy Phil Jupiter's. Yeah, Phil Jupiter. oh, so it, was, yeah. it used to always be Phil Jupiter's he's funny. and Bill Phil Bailey Jupiter's having their own stand-up's teams. Stand-up's quite good as well. And some some of the funniest moments I remember watching there was one where there was doing um the intros round and Phil Jupiter's was in the middle and there was a woman behind him and there was one bit where the woman went. Like three times, Mark Lamar instantly caught this. He goes, "I love how you had to check which way of looking around, Phil, was the easiest way to look." <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, have you seen the one? Oh God, I, th- was... I like that because they brought the 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 musicians on as well, though. Because you'd always yeah. get the, the stroppy musicians as well, and they'd like. Well, there was <laughs> what's his name? I was going to say, but yes, and Preston they... walked off. Yeah. Oh that's God, that's that was... literally. A point of being offended by summer. It's like you've 
you have chosen to go on the show. You (laughs) you must have watched the show before and seen it. They just take the absolute like fucking piss out of everybody, and you've gone on there, and then you've got offended and gone off and and stormed off. And then Bill Bailey walked around like a troll to find a replacement. And I remember they found this replacement who looked kind of like him. And they just said, "Look, all you need to do is just sit there, not say anything. And when someone says something about your girlfriend, just say that's not on." Like. 10 minutes That's, later yeah. into the show, he just pipes up out of nowhere. It's not on that. The whole fucking that. crowd bursts That's out bad. laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. One of my, one of my other favorite one of my other favorite moments from Buzzcocks was um they had they had a guy from Blazing Squad. Um and he was the one that was having to um he was having to guess the intros and they were doing the intro for House of the Rising Sun. So you had like Phil Jupiter say like dum 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 and all of a sudden they do it the whole way through and he's got no idea and then they start doing it again and then Mark Lamar starts singing it like full blast singing it and then starts hitting the desk and they literally do like all the way through to the chorus and he jumps onto his desk and starts belting out this song. They finish it and he just looks straight at the camera. He still don't fucking know it. <laughs> God. Oh yeah, that was, I think that's, that's, that I was, think that's a, a key point though in your life, especially in the UK. I feel that everybody who's getting into secondary school, you know, you, that's when you start watching stuff like Never Mind the Buzzcocks. Have I got more news for you? See, I've watched that one, but I've watched um, it recently. Eight out of ten cats. Eight out of ten cats. Then you've also got um, eight out of ten cats. Just countdown now which i think is fucking hilarious i've, I've seen Mock clips from that and some some of the words that come up and you just have what's the comedian that hosts it i can't remember his name uh jimmy carr yeah you just have jimmy, oh, some, oh yeah yeah some of the some of the looks jimmy carr gives his like contestants are yeah. just just peak what the fuck <laughs> mock, mock the he also rips into the rips. oh yeah mock the I, I, I like i like darren Especially when it had uh, Frankie Boyle on. Oh, my yeah. God, didn't, he get, yeah. didn't he get banned from it or something? They banned him. Then they like the BBC. No, the BBC banned him from BBC. Oh right. And then they allowed <laughs> him back. But I mean, they were just fucking hilarious. Have like, you? Now I've opened you, the racer store. <laughs> have you ever watched um, Daro Brian's stand-up? Because there no. was, yes, he's fucking funny. There's there's always one sketch he did that I really fucking love, and he does a sketch about video games. Yes. And he basically goes in... Because of like, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, he goes, I love video games because it's the only medium in the world where if you can't do it, it doesn't give you access to the rest of the story. And then he starts going, like, you don't listen to like half a CD, the CD stops and goes, what are the themes of this music? And then if you don't know it, it just turns off and like you read, get like a few chapters in. What was the issues with this character? And then if you don't re- don't answer it, it just shuts. And it's like, he's there on about Metal Gear Solid trying to climb over a brick and he's like, trying to climb over this brick and I've got people shouting in my ears like, Snake, you need to crawl under. And he's like, yes, I fucking know, just lead me to it. <laughs> Colonel, I'm I'm trying yeah. to get over the brig, but I'm dummy fake. <laughs> he says, like, um, uh, like, they're talking about how specialist Snake is. Like, well, actually, if you look at uh, if you look at his track record, all he's done today is walk up to a wall, jump a few times, walk in a circle, try again, try to jump over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he does a good about... thing on... Um... Go on, Go on. I was just going to say, he does a good one about, um, like things for the sake of balance in media as well like they're talking about it's like 
ah, now we'll talk to an astrophysics physicist about the most recent launch for the uh, International Space Station. And for the sake of balance, we'll talk to Mark, who thinks the sky is a carpet woven by God. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always found that stupid with like the sake of balance. But before we actually talk about that, because that would be interesting to talk about, because there's a few of those. So David Hayter is actually voicing a character in a game that I've just recently playing called Bloodstained. And like I yeah. started the game and it said Bloodstained. And I was like, I recognize that voice. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm just playing through and I get like an ambush. And this character just comes in like, stop, wait right there. And it's like, why am I getting ambushed by Snake? Because <laughs> it literally is. It's the exact same voice as Snake, except it's some like samurai looking demon hunter. And I'm like, what? funnily stop enough, right, stop right there. there. This enough, is a dummy check. I had the exact same thing happen with David Hater with uh, the. Lo- I don't know if you guys have played The Long Dark. I've heard it's like a, it's a survival game where basically yeah. the idea is you're in a plane crash in like the Yukon, so it's really cold in the mountains and you've got to survive. But you can find this like I played it kind of recently, and you can find this like old survivalist guy. And I sat listening to it's like he really sounds like Snake. And I looked it up. I was like, oh yeah, it's David Hater. Okay, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I think David Hayter should just start doing voice acting, but in random games, sort of just random little characters. So every now and then, it's like, oh, I've been David Hayter again. <laughs> yeah, it would be like the Rickroll of games, where every now and then it would just yeah, be just like, like, oh, there he is. It would be like you're playing like a JRPG or something, and there's always like those characters that just repeat the same thing, and you could just walk up to one of them and he goes, man, if only I had a box. And that's all the character <laughs> says. <laughs> yeah. Now, where did I put my box? <laughs> Colonel. Colonel. I mean... Oh, that would be good. I yeah, mean, we've, I, we've, I really we've... like... Oh, sorry. Go on, Ryan. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, like, back on with how we're on about comedians. So I think, like, we, as we were, like, we were going on and we were saying about, like, TV shows and stuff you like, I think we all have, like, those comedians we kind of, like start watching and they become like the humor that we kind of run off um and i think that's probably why we're seeing a little bit more oh i'm offended because a lot of people that are watching like they don't watch tv and they don't watch comedians as much anymore they watch youtubers and a lot of youtubers come from america and there's a lot more drama and i think yeah there. The, a lot of the issue there as well is like Let's face it, every week you're hearing something about fucking drama alert on YouTube or Twitch oh. or Twitter. And Let's YouTube get right into the and news. I just, I always, I always find it <sighs> hilarious. Like, all these, these people, like these YouTubers, these streamers, and like, fair enough, obviously, I stream now as well. You stream, Ryan. We, we all do our own thing. But like, most of the people doing it who are part of this drama, they're adults. And now imagine being. 30 28 35 and being part of what what seems like from an outside perspective schoolyard drama imagine imagine what your boss would say imagine if that happened to you at work ryan and your boss caught wind (sighs) what would they say to you they'd literally say both of you fucking grow up well actually no they don't because i had an experience with something similar to that and they were like, oh, you just need to think, oh, man, I've not done anything fucking wrong. I'm just doing my job, man. Piss off and just tell them to grow up. It's like, bro, Jesus Christ. Like, that's the thing, though, today. Everyone's allowed to be offended. Everyone's allowed yeah. to be. Oh, but he said something that wasn't quite well, no, politically everyone, correct. Everyone, like, 
being offended is just your opinion and everyone is perfectly fine with yeah. having their opinion but the issue is mm. when people do that offended thing they seem to think when they say i'm offended that automatically makes their opinion more important than anything else and it doesn't think fair about en- weight <laughs> yeah fair enough like if you're offended that's understandable and if i've offended you let me know because if I've done something to upset you that is seriously wrong on my part, I'd like to know so I don't offend you in that way again. Mm. But if all of a sudden I say, like, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's, oh, don't talk about McDonald's, you offend, that's offensive because I'm I'm a vegetarian. It's like, Shut the that, fuck up. That's, that's a you problem. <laughs> yeah. That's a you problem. But I'm going to go get my food. You go where you want to go for your food. I think you too get many people eat vegetarian these... stuff, though, from McDonald's. You can very inclusive actually but i think the problem is too many people are saying like you can't say that when really you should be said at most you should maybe be saying you shouldn't say that yes you should say that's a big difference that's like you're putting you're giving yourself authority and power over someone it's like if you disagree then yeah you should say you should i don't think you should say that or that's a more but too many people saying you can't say that it's like yeah, I fucking just, can. That, well, that's the thing is like that it's, it's like they're saying you physically are not able to say. It's like, well, I just said it. If you, yeah, if, <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's one of the like the said, is- you shouldn't say that. Is definitely where the the, the line should be because that way, then it's not only are you explaining I don't like you saying this in my vicinity, but you're also saying that potentially you are being offensive to other people as well. The problem is, maybe it's just because I'm a bit of an asshole, but if someone gets that way of me, it's like, well, I'm just going to now go out of my way to offend you more. More of an asshole. (laughs) If if I offend you, that's fine. And if you act like an adult, I will treat you like an adult. But if you just act like a child, then I'm just going to wind you up like the fucking child you are. Yeah. (laughs) This is like, and the thing is, though, they've been led to believe that they're able to do that. Like... Frankie Boyle being banned from the BBC. It's like, fucking yeah. what? Are you stupid. He's a comedian. He's literally here to offend people and make jokes. Like making jokes is taking the mick out of people most of the time. That is humor. Yeah. It's like, why, why, why would you like ban somebody from that? It's just making it look as if this is something that's okay to silence yeah. somebody else because you don't like it. There's it's a, such yeah. a fascist state of mind. There's a I don't brilliant, like that, so you shouldn't like that. There's a brilliant comedian who I found probably within the last year or so called Daniel Sloss. Um, I think he's is a he British comedian. I think he's either British or Australian. I haven't I haven't looked at him enough to know about him that much, but I watched a few of his like clips on YouTube, and then I saw he did a TEDx talk called "It's Only a Story," and he talks about how people are vilifying comedians. For making stories. Oh, he's, Scotland. he's Scottish. And he's saying, like, look, at the end of the day, just like anyone when they make a story, they want the story to make them look good and they want to be the cool character. And so a lot of comedian stories are very, very embellished. But that's the Oh, without point. a doubt. That's the point because they need to either over exaggerate things, under exaggerate things, or take things so completely out of context that it makes you laugh. Because the whole thing with, I think I read a, the psychological study of laughing. You you don't laugh because something's funny per se. the The reaction of laughing is because your brain can't 
can't connect what's just been said to you. And it's an knee-jerk reaction to your brain going, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah. Or, or something along those lines. I'm, I'm obviously doing this very ad-libbed and very, like, second-hand information, but I remember hearing it from someone and it just like, well, yeah. I think you are embellishing and and uh, I think you're embellishing that story, Kyle. <laughs> and I you, know, you're can't that story. you can't say that to me, I'm sorry. I am offended, so what? you can't say that to I'm me. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended that you're offended. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's a good comeback for that. Like, well, I'm offended that you're offended. What now? Yeah, stop like, being offended. <laughs> I'm offended by people who are offended. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, and if you offend me too much and put me in front of a mirror, I'm fucked, because I'll always be offended. <laughs> I, d- I don't know why, but for some reason, the people... <laughs> that whole I'm offended thing really made me think of, like... You seem like the kind of person that will play rock, paper, scissors and do that bullshit. Well, it's dynamite. It always wins. So fuck off. Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> best of three. Best of three. Best, yeah. <laughs> best of three. Fuck off. You're the kind of person that brings an egg bot to a Beyblade fight. <laughs> <laughs> You're the type of person who brings an AR to school. <laughs> <laughs> All the other oh. kids with the pumped up kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I still, man. I still remember when I realised that. If you're offended by that, don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Problem solved. I do. I still remember when I figured out or like read that that song was about school shootings, and I remember like listening to it the next time, going, "Holy fuck!" The funny thing is, because obviously the idea of that song is to be a really cheery sounding song that's obviously about something very dark. I genuinely, and I think it. it it, whoever did this must have gotten in deep shit because I saw it on a back-to-school advert for school clothes years ago. Oh, wow. Well, the guy who wrote I it... I can't remember is, who it was. Well, the guy the guy who wrote it was... um, He did advertising mu- music. He did music for advertisements yeah. and commercials, and that's why it was so catchy, because he just took what he had to do for commercials, turned it into a song, and that's why everyone knows that line, because it's so yeah, goddamn yeah. catchy. Have you on, on the note of that song? Have you guys seen the um? I, I I saw it in a Vine where I think it's an Indian guy singing it, but he doesn't know English, so he's like all the other kids uh, in the pamparaki or something like that. There's a YouTube channel. I'm trying to think what it's called. Um, I fucking subscribe to him. Um, and it's uh, I think he might. I don't, I don't think he's Indian. I think he's he. he oh fuck! What's it called? He looks, I think he's some kind of South American, but I'm not sure okay. where. It could, I want to say it's called Tongo or something like that. But literally, yeah, it's a guy who sings English songs who doesn't speak English. So it's like, <laughs> it's kind of a song by ear, and he does so much. I've got to find his name now because it's well, so fucking funny. There was, there was a girl who did that. I think it was on a, it was, I saw it through just like a, a meme roundup video years ago and it was i think it was like pop idol thailand or something like that and a girl like came in dressed up to the gills in like proper show-stopping dresses type thing and makeup and everything and she goes i'm going to sing ken live and it's ken lee Ken Lee. Ken Lee, that's the one. And she's singing Can't Ken Live Lee. Without You. <laughs> 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 uh, I found it, by the way. Uh, his, his YouTube channel is Tongo Official, and he is from Peru. 
Uh, and it is the funniest thing. He's how done many, how so many subscribers does he have? Uh, one one million. Wow. <laughs> um, I think the pumped up kits kicks one. Was he wearing a green jacket? The one yes. that you've seen. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, green jacket, and is that? It looks like maybe a backwards baseball cap. I can't quite tell from the thumbnail. Yeah, but he always but, has green yeah, screen it's behind him, doesn't he? Yeah, Tongo officially. He's, he's done Chop Suey, uh, Numb by Linkin Park. <laughs> he's done Pumped Up Kicks. Chop he's Suey. done uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. He, he, that's I, I, need, came to, out I need to watch ago. Bohemian Rhapsody just to see what he actually says. <laughs> and it's... It's so because yeah, the idea is that he I, I, he probably does now speak a bit of English through the popularity of YouTube, but if he does, he doesn't speak much, and I, yeah. maybe it, presumably he probably learns them just by only listening to them because yeah, it's, it's it'll just, be very broken English. It's not even English; it's just by hearing. For example, "Can't Leave" becomes "Ken Lee," that kind of thing. It's well, it's, oh, it's like when you've got it's like old. when you've got the weebs who think they can talk Japanese because they've watched a few anime, but they only know the singular words and they think that will help them. And then when you actually go and try and yeah. learn the language, you realise, holy shit, there's a lot to this because it's a different fucking language. <laughs> ah, I can say Watashiwa, so I speak. Uh... <laughs> Watashiwa. Well, that's like Ryan. You're like it ducking, but it's like I I went and learned it, it like in tricky. a classroom, and Jesus oh, Christ, like the, you'll do like a handful of lessons and then all of a sudden she'll like start talking to you like just in Japanese and you're there like I'm picking up words but uh, my fucking god <laughs> nothing is happening up here that, actually that was what I was thinking of this morning is I want to know like what it you know how we sit there and we hear other people's languages and like yes. it just sounds like all god to you I want to know what I, it'd be like to hear English but I, like, okay yeah. I have a video for that exact thing Oh, is it one of those? I do actually have a video it, for that. It shows they, you it. Let me find it. It it, it. it is literally that. It's how English sounds to non-English speakers. I, I have it. I have it here somewhere. It's because I've, I've um, seen such a weird concept to me. Yeah. I kind of think well, about it. I've like, seen. What does it sound like the other way around? I've it's seen really interesting, like that, actually. But it's done in um. I've seen ones like that where it's done I with will... like color blindness as well, where it's like, what does color blindness look to people who aren't color blind? And I, I've I remember just post- showing, I remember showing my dad one of those tests, like, what does color blind look to like to people who aren't color blind? Because my dad is very fucking color blind, and I showed him this test. Yeah. And he was like, what what am I looking at? This looks normal to me. <laughs> he doesn't notice yeah, any difference. It's... But that video is quite good because, like, it's nonsense, but, like, phonetically similar to English. And then just, like, the odd word, like, yeah, thrown in. Like, yeah. it's really interesting because, yeah, it's it's what it's like. But there's another good one which I'll link, which is what if English was phonetically consistent? And it's so, like, every... Obviously, we have so many different sounds for let, for the letter that's different. So, like, we can pronounce the letter A as ah. A or E as E, E, you know, or that kind yeah. of thing. And there's a YouTube video where a guy slowly, he basically talks through as he does it. And as the video goes on, he applies these rules. So where he'll make every, every time you use a letter, it'll only have one sound. And it's like, it may, when you listen to it, you actually realize how our language is like derived from germanic language because like you listen to it and it almost sounds like german it's re- i'll link that in the thing as well because that's a really uh yeah um, think, an interesting one 
the the what what I find is like the bit that makes it so tricky for us is like when we look at a a letter, we've got twenty four letters. This is me being like really dumb now. Twenty four, twenty five. I'm heavily dyslexic. I just I just yeah, get things to read it to me. <laughs> so we've we've got so we've got like twenty four. But when you look at a letter, you look at like a, and that's a. It's just one sound. Mm. But the thing is, is like they're all very distinct letters for us in the English alphabet. We don't put any phonetics on them. We don't put any things. You only see that in different languages, unless yeah. you've got like I know a comma or something and whatnot. But we don't have like you know you put a line above the a and it actually gets pronounced like fucking oh. That's the bit that gets you. Like when I'm doing this Japanese, is there's like one like symbol, but it's got like it's either got two dashes on it or a little circle on it or whatever. And it makes it something completely different. Well, that's and I'm the like, thing... but it's the same thing. That's it's when so you... tricky like, to get your head around that. When you, when you, especially when you go into like Japanese, like they have, um, so just take, and then there's kanji, like fuck kanji. Honestly, well, kanji, like, kanji, fuck kanji isn't an alphabet. Kanji isn't an alphabet no. at all. Kanji is a writing structure and a writing kind mm. of thing because kanji isn't for letters. It is words, and that's why there's so yeah. many of them, and that's why... It's still more of a dialect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's Chinese. It Chinese. Kanji literally means Chinese characters, yeah. but you can't... If you can read kanji, you can't read Chinese characters because they're different. One of them could be, say, in kanji, could mean flame, could mean door in Chinese, because even oh. though they're derived from ca- Chinese characters, they are completely different. And yeah, th- that's difficult That's difficult for us because obviously it's much more symbol-based, but when you actually go into the English language and think about it, I went and started doing a um, a teaching English to as a foreign language to people uh, for when I was p- potentially going to go to Japan for work. Um, and it teaches you that even though, yeah, we have the simple A to Z alphabet, we are one of the... There's not many cultures out there that use actual grammar in their sentences. They don't use, like, commas. They don't use all these kinds yeah, of different phrases. like Japanese phrasings. is all just one big yeah. block of text, basically. And it's it's the way our grammar works and the way our words can have so many different meanings that really confuses people and there's some brilliant things on there where there's like a sentence which is literally police policing police policing police police policing police and it's like that to anyone else it looks like just one word over and over again but if you Mm. read it knowing english natively that is a sentence that means something yeah yeah i think language is such a it's such a crazy and like beautiful thing at the same time because it is just the idea that these people were on a different area of the planet and they came up with another way to communicate with each other. And it's yeah. I, they, you can then derive that into obviously monkeys and apes that are evolving now. They make sounds mm. to each other. To us, they just sound like monkeys making sounds. But actually, to those monkeys, that's them talking. Yeah. Well, I you see know, the uh, sense, that yeah. mean to me. Have you seen the adverts that you get for like a masterclass and things like that? And there's mm. there's one of a woman called Jane who's literally like lived and grew with um, chimpanzees and stuff to study them, and she understands their language. Is she called Jane. 
Jane. Her name is literally Jane. And Jesus I, Christ, I how joked, optimal is that? Uh, for I freaking... joked and said, is she the reason why Tarzan exists? And then <laughs> Becky yeah. went and Googled it and she was like, no, nah, no, nah, Tarzan was a lot longer ago. <laughs> <laughs> Jane's been smashing some gorillas, boys. <laughs> well, I, I guess it's it's weird to think about because obviously you look at English and it's English, French, Spanish, Italian. They're all Latin derived, and then obviously ours is a weird mashup of like Germanic languages and Latin, so it's all a bit weird. I'd say more Latin these days. Like, yeah, when we learn French and Spanish, you realise a lot of words are very similar. Or like I don't, the French have though. I'm sorry. You I can't, picked you up can't French. Give a word of sex. All right. Uh, I la le. Yeah, but the, Sp- right. the Spanish does like, that so as well, stupid. and so does Japan. Yeah, so does Spanish. Yeah, yeah. It's so so does, and I think uh, Italian does yeah. too. It just doesn't seem. It just. <sighs> but like, but it's, it's weird to think. As you said, with kanji being obviously it's Japanese with a, uh, which also kind of de- derives from Chinese. I've never really looked into like the history of their language. Mm. So it's it's kind of weird to think that like, yeah, there's a whole culture of language out there that like I just have zero comprehension of what it's like. This, yeah. To be honest, that it's actually quite a similar situation though, if you look at it, like in history, Japan was constantly going over to China and mm. you know, invading and back and forth. And it's the same here. Because we were going into mainland Europe. And they were coming back over here, and it was a back and forth. That's we why also, yeah, um, lot- our languages are close. And then China and Japan are obviously so close. I think one of the, yeah. I think we also had influence from things like Viking raids as well, because there was there's well, yeah, a lot of a lot of language. Let's face it, when you get a mishmash of people, it's it's it it alters everyone else's speech. I mean, let's well. Just look at us. Like, if you go to a different country for six months, you will come back with a slight accent along the same lines as those if you speak that language. Like, if you go well, to America, from, uh, you go to America. An example for six of that weeks. would be like I use as a username for a lot of my things. I use uh, Solop Siberian, which is like basically an old English way of pronouncing from Shrewsbury, which is where I'm from. But, um, that name in itself was put into place because the Norman invaders couldn't pronounce the actual name, which was like Scrubsbyrig, I think it was. Yeah. And they couldn't pronounce it, so they turned they changed it to Salopsiberia, which then turned into even in this area now, things kind of from Shropshire or Shrewsbury in the general area are like Salop. So like there's companies that call I don't know, Salop Glass or stuff like that and it's weird that like yeah. that weird thing that came because the normans couldn't pronounce our thing is still being used today it's, it's, it's crazy when you think about it as well because the time in which that was probably used like the salopsperian was used as in for a speaking actual aspect yeah. is probably so small but the effects of yeah. the, that singular word has affected family businesses and yeah. Things like that, where it's still there, even though it was probably used for, in the in the grand speaking things, probably only a handful of years or decades. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's like meme culture, though. Like yeet, yeet. Yo. I mean, yeah, shit like that. I, I mean, that's got a weird thing. Is, actually, yeet is forever. Yeah, <laughs> is is the the past, future, and 
<coughs> I, I love the old, there's one where it's like, yeet with power and no care. And then Kobe with precision and delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> See, just just quickly, just talking about the uh, old English, it just made me think of the fact that somebody did a version of, um, oh, you linked it, things, but it's in the old English. People I still need to watch like, that. Oh, that mate, was good. Actually, that was so good. Just just because you, you broke up a little, so it was. It's literally ye old English pumped up pumped kicks, up isn't kicks. it? What was it's it? Was like, it like old Saxon English or something? Yeah, it's like a better watch my arrow. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's in. It's actually pronounced correctly in the language. Like oh, it's not like they've translated it and translated back. They're you just singing it in the old English. You know for a fact that's someone who studied like Saxon English and then just it got is, bored with is. his music. <laughs> See, I, it got linked to me. I saw it through uh, Scholar Gladiatoria, who does like all swords and fencing and. Um, there's the other sword fighting they do. Hema. He does all that and he does like he goes, Oh, I've got this sword here today, and he talks about the history of it. And he shared this pumped up kicks. It is fucking hilarious. It's gold. It is good. <laughs> I, I need, I need to listen to that. It. I need to listen to that after this because I've I still did I never got round to I never got round to listening to it and it'd be interesting. I put it in our chat. I'm now gonna listen to it on it. Because <laughs> it's gold. It's great. <laughs> I think uh, just going back on the history there for a sec, it's weird to think like we're technically de- like we're all likely derived from like French invaders. We're all we're, foreign, like, mate. Yeah, everyone, British, mate. We're pretty all much British. everyone in some regard, apart from maybe like people who are African in Central Africa because their cultures of of all the cultures they didn't. Mm. They did. Obviously, people came to them, but they didn't go out. No. Like, all the like, you had the Romans, you've got the Normans, you've got the fucking Saxons, Celts. And it's like, you could just keep tracing our history back. And it just, it, we just keep turning into someone else. And it's really weird. <laughs> this is what I don't get now. This is people are like, well, fucking British, mate. I'm really, I'm English, I'm British. England. Are yeah. you, though? It's like, get, get a foot, mate. Get to well, it's, it's, like, look at the history books and then come when, back and tell me you're British. There was a, I'm sure there was a study like with loads and loads and loads of different people from around the world looking at like their DNA and like what it could have been from hereditary wise. I'm sure they found out like pretty much according to the study, pretty much everyone in the world has at least some of Genghis Khan's DNA in them. Yeah, he, he, took... he raped and pillaged so much. Yeah, he was giving over. everyone a good dick in. Yeah. So he, he covered such a great expanse. Like, when you look at a map, you, you think, oh, it's not that big. But then you actively look and realize how much of an empire he controlled and how much he actually raped and pillaged. Genghis and... Khan, the fertilizer. Well, it's, it's I remember reading something about him as well where, like, Apparently, with his, with he only raped and pillaged in order to like keep them under his boot. He didn't actually want to do it. He did it to keep his men in check and make them understand he is boss, or something like that. I, I'll have he to... wanted to make sure they knew he was paying the child support. <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine how much child support that would be. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Maybe we should write up a bill and then we'll find his like. Um, his, <laughs> his, his descendant. His descendant Yo, by the way, you owe me this much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just looked it up. Apparently, like 
when you look at the area of where the Mongol Empire was, um, in that area, about 8% of men um, carry almost identical Y chromosomes uh, to men obviously live that they like uh, when they found bodies of people who obviously live in that time yeah. like it's identical but that that also translates to 0.5 percent of all males in the world doesn't sound like a lot but when you think of 0.5 percent of literally every man on the planet is related to this one fucking dude <laughs> that's <laughs> just like jesus thing, like everyone's so wound up about their country a lot like you'll find this everywhere there's always a, a, a lot of people and they're like, I'm American, or I'm British, or I'm French, I'm this. I'm like, shut up. You're a human. Get a grip. It doesn't matter. I, I love Why derailing. So I love derailing when people are doing that because I'm like, I'm British, I do this. And I'm, like, I'm Kyle. <laughs> Hello, British. I'm Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I <laughs> she's like, hey, I'm I'm a lesbian, but I thought you were American. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, literally it. It's literally it. It's just so stupid. It's such a stupid concept to get so wound up on. To, when in the end, it when you matter. well, I was gonna say like it, I've just looked up because I remember reading the, it was on Vsauce. I think actually, yeah, they were talking about how there would there's probably someone in history that everybody alive today is related to, Without and I think it's as, re- as recent as something like. It would have been a couple thousand, maybe a thousand or so years, but it would be like some guy that was alive in like a port in Southeast Asia. But I've just looked that up because I was trying to find that. And apparently, um, by maths, in three uh, in three thousand years, somebody alive today will be a common ancestor to everybody alive in three thousand years. That's insane. Bro, I hope it's not me. It's mad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I I feel bad for people if it was me. <laughs> it's, I uh, think I, it's, it's just detachment, isn't it? It's like, who cares? My great, 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 oh, great, yeah, great, no great, 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 Fuck, does it matter to me? What's he going to do to me? <laughs> yeah. He's not going to come back and give me some war stories. <laughs> I remember when I raped and pill- pillaged. You don't know you're fucking born. That's a, okay, Granddad. Okay, sit down and have your hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'd be on a drip if he's that old. <laughs> well, I think. Um, I think with that, we'll have to close off for another another podcast. <laughs> bit of a God. bit of an eccentric was, one today. <laughs> this was a roller coaster ride of a podcast because we did absolutely. We spoke about nearly everything. Ollie, Ollie is flashing me. Ollie, you Ollie need to is stop. now raving. <laughs> what are you doing, Ollie? I'm uh, I'm actually there's a I've got a battery pack here that's plugged into my computer and I'm just touching the end of a bit of metal onto the thing and every time I press the button it makes my camera flick look. Oh. Come on. It's not gonna work now. Come on. This is when he shorts his computer. Oh, yeah, this is when he just disappears. There we go. It's fine. It's like three volt. I probably just toasted like my USB port on my computer somewhere, but worth probably no. Actually, to be fair, USB ports can do. I think USB is used free volt. more than that. Yeah. Well, USB three point oh is fifteen, I think. Anyway, yep. So that's it for another podcast. We'll be back again next week, same time, nine pm GMT. If you've got any questions, queries, or interesting stories you'd like for us to look at, uh, please get in touch with us on the Context Needed Podcast at gmail.com email address. But from me, Kyle, and Ryan and Ollie, 
I hope you enjoyed this shit show of a podcast. Please share it with all your friends so it gets big. And then I can quit my job and just do the podcast. Please. <laughs> Please help. If you, if you listen to this in the year 5020, uh, I may be related to all of you. <laughs> that would be very if, awkward. <laughs> if you are listening to this from the year 5020 and your penis is small, I'm sorry. That's my genes. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Sorry about that, grandson. See ya. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thanks very much for watching. See you later. Bye. <laughs>